Welcome everyone to Team Preaching. Excited to see everybody this week. Today's video was the, one of the first times I've uploaded it on a Monday, which is kind of crazy. Um, I already had to preach a sermon on Sunday yesterday, and that was, uh, it took a lot out of me. So I guess I decided to do the sermon today. Um, so here we are, and I actually felt like the Lord wanted me to mention. Um, so probably everybody knows about the, I don't know who's watching, but there is a uh, BHPS, Baptist History Preservation Society, and uh, um, see, Jesus loves you on it, and I just wanted to, I felt like I'm going to have a print actually up here, which I'll probably show you guys and everything, um, I bought a print for uh, most, some people that are watching probably already know what it is, some people don't, so basically, um, I'm a Baptist, Bible-believing Baptist, um, read the Bible. I'm about the book, the blood, and the blessed hope. And I'm not about tradition, no religion. It's about the relationship with Jesus Christ. And these are all um, Baptists. We have, um, Baptists have history, um, some deep history here. And these, the Baptist History Preservation Society have gone back in time, and they have re, um, recreated a lot of moments of great Baptist in Baptist history and their History Preservation Society. And they put together some prints over the course of many, um, several years, um, not that many years, but in years, wait, a few years ago, um, they put together different prints over great, wonderful moments in time. Um, John Gnoe and George Washington. Um, George Washington was actually a Baptist in his later, uh, once he become, I don't know, once the war had ended and uh, he was president, he, uh, he became, we believe, he was a Baptist. George Washington because of John Gonneau sharing the gospel and uh, preaching. Um, you got Daniel Merrill who started, I'm uh, sure he started Kobe College, which was Waterville College at the time, but they moved it. Um, so Daniel Merrill. Um, there's a Martin Gamble. Uh, some that I, I'm learning a lot of these. Some No one's going to know what the, any of these are. Zian Morrill, if you've ever heard that one, that's a good one. Um, John Clark, um, Lively Experiment. I'm not going to talk too much because I already have a sermon. Um, but the one we're going to put up, I'll talk about this one. The one we're going to put up is going. It's called As With Roses. And I just thought, I just believe I should share this. So um, I have it right here. Uh, the Lord just, I, the Lord really worked with me. And when uh, we had a pastor Faggart come to our church and he preached on the Preservation Society. And he brought a bunch of prints. And I pray to the Lord, I really want one for my room. To be able to wake up every morning and look at a print of a, a godly man, a Baptist who served God with all his heart, gave so much, and to serve the Lord. And as with the roses, all of them really well proved that, but as with the roses really touched my heart. So this is it right here. I haven't opened it up yet because I'm going to bring it to Hobby Lobby to get it uh, um, put in a uh, framed up. And it has a piece that goes with it that also has some good information. So that's been there for... A week and there it's because they have a special offer so next week they'll have a special offer on the framing that will be a little cheaper so I'm gonna bring it then so really excited so as with roses um what the information they have about it here is uh, it's really interesting I love it so I chose as with roses it's gonna be I'm gonna leave the print here or somewhere here I have a Baptist flag I'm gonna put somewhere so either I'm gonna put the Baptist flag here or I'm gonna put the Baptist flag here so I'm trying to figure out which is where, where it's gonna go where I'm going to have a Baptist flag somewhere, and then I'm going to have the um, the print somewhere. Oh, 
but actually, I might actually have to print here, because then I could, you know, my bed's on this side, and I wake up, and I see it, that'd be pretty awesome, but then when you walk in the door, there's a good spot over there, too, I don't know, it's confusing, I, I'm still trying to figure it out, but as with roses, this painting depicts the beating of Baptist preacher Obadiah Holmes on September 5th, 1651. In Boston, he was given 30 lashes with a three-corded whip as punishment for holding to believers' baptism and encouraging others to do the same. After the punishment and ad, um, administrated, he told his accusers, he had beaten me as with roses. Um, he also said that, as, though my flesh should fail, God will never fail. So as he said in his, uh, when he was being whipped, he says, though my flesh should fail, um, God will never fail. God will not. He said, God will not. Though my flesh should fail, God will not. And that is incredible. So basically, though this flesh is failing, God will never. Because we are, um, we have the Holy Spirit within us and we have a piece of Jesus Christ. But this flesh that we are carrying upon us is still of this world and we can still fail. But uh, fail, the word of God will never. And it's just an amazing story. And I'll, I'll talk more about it when I get the print up and we have the whole thingy. Um, I actually have the picture and I've been memorizing it. Um, he was, Obadiah Holmes was working the ministry with John Clark and John, um, Crandall, um, two godly men. John Clark is, um, quite well known in the Baptist history. Um, John Crandall, I don't know as well as John Clark. Um, there's another, there's actually a printing that has John Clark in there. Um, another story of John Clark. And then also, um, two more Johns. It makes it a little easier to memorize. Um, when after the whipping of Obadiah, Obadiah Holmes, two Baptist brethren had carried Holmes away, and it was John Spur and John Hazel, um, good godly men, who were actually um, arrested because of having sympathy for Obadiah Holmes, which oh, it's just horrible. It's unbelievable to see how many Baptists were hurt and hurt and beaten. It's because they preached the truth. Why else would be they be hurt and um, killed and martyred? Um, it's because they were preaching the truth. Now, I guess you could say there's a lot of people that were hurt and killed and stuff like that, but I believe there, there are all kinds of different reasons. But I, I know Baptists were beaten because they were they were preaching the truth. Um, this is Jesus. This is other stuff on just the Baptist history. Okay, so that's all I have right now in the Baptist history. So now we're getting into the sermon. I hope I wasn't too long. Okay, so we are now in Colossians. All right, everybody, we have finished James. The Lord has brought us to Colossians, all right? Colossians. Colossians, all right? So Colossians 1, everybody. Colossians 1, chapter 1, all, um, chapter 1 to verse 1, all the way to verse 10, all right? So this is very good. I had to study this all out yesterday after my sermon, which was fun. I love studying the Word of God. All right, so... Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, and Timotheus, our brother, um, to the saints and faithful brethren in Christ, which are at Colossae, grace be unto you, and peace from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. We give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you. Isn't that amazing? He was praying always. I believe we should pray for all one another. Let's pray for our all our brethren and Jesus Christ. And yeah, I believe that's fully that we should all pray for one another. If you don't, I think it's time to start. I, I haven't actually been doing it lately, so now I gotta start because I God spoken spoken to me right now in this moment. Uh 
Isn't conviction, isn't conviction next? Uh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not being prideful at all. I'm just. I'm. I'm showing every. I want. I want everyone to watch, who's watching to real no, realize that this is all to me too. This is pre God preaching through me, but it's also to me as much as you. And I shall get convicted from hearing God's word as much I believe all of us should. Conviction's good. That's God's voice. That's not Satan's. God's voice is convicts. God's voice convicts. All right, so we give thanks to God and our Father for, of the Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you. I already read that. Since we heard of your um, faith in Christ Jesus and of, the, and of the love which ye have to all the saints. That's good. For the hope which is laid... For the hope which is laid up for you in heaven. So what is this hope that is laid up for um, for you in heaven? Which remember in the Bible, you can mean son of all of us. Um, for the hope which is laid up for you in heaven. Which is the hope. Let me say right here. The celestial city basically. Eternal life. Everlasting life. Um, John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Everlasting life uncorruptible crown uncorruptible body um no more pain and no more suffering and so much the more so the hope that is laid up for us in heaven is an amazing the heaven is going to be so amazing and it's worth all of it um i you know i believe that you know i think of heaven being such a wonderful place but really truly what means what makes me excited to go to heaven is really seeing my savior which most people can agree with me i'm um, seeing my savior and being at his feet and uh glorifying and praising his name for letting me in such a place because um, i don't deserve it and we all can say the same exact thing all right so for the hope which is laid up for you in heaven there have ye heard before in the word in the word of the truth of the gospel so here would it say um therefore ye heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel so the truth of the gospel which is come unto you, as it is in all the world, and bringeth forth fruit. What brings up fruit? Forth fruit in our lives, the truth of the gospel, but also the Holy Spirit. So the truth of the gospel, as it doth also, and so um, the truth of the gospel, you you can't have um, fully the, um, the work of the Holy Spirit if you don't have the truth of the gospel. Because it's this right here, this word, that gives you conviction, that the Holy Spirit leads into your heart, convicts you. Um, the fruit as it doth also in you since the day ye heard of oh I skipped ahead um, before in the word of the truth no I didn't fruit as it doth also in you since the day ye heard of it since the day ye heard of it oh, um, the truth of the gospel and knew the grace of God in truth um, grace God God is truth um, as ye also learned of Ephesus um, Ephesus our dear fellow servant who is for you a faithful minister of Christ, who also declared unto us your love in the Spirit. Spirit, the Holy Spirit right here. This is a capital Spirit. So the love in the Spirit. We love the Holy Spirit. It convicts us. It's the peace that God, of himself, God's, uh, the peace of God that he's given to us. We have the peace of Jesus Christ, and it's the Holy Spirit. And it, it le he leads us and gives us strength. So here he's talking about the Holy Spirit here. He says, Unto us your love in the Spirit. For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you, and to desire that ye might be filled chiefly. Oh no, that's the wrong one. Be filled with the knowledge of his 
will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Um, his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. It's the Holy Spirit. Seriously, we must pray for one another that his will, Jesus Christ's will in all of our lives, the Holy Spirit, must take control of our lives. And I pray that the Holy Spirit leads all of us and we don't quench it or um, put it aside. And it says, verse 10, um, verse 10 says that ye might walk worthy of the Lord. That's what we want to do. We want to walk worthy of Jesus Christ. You know what the thing is? If you want the, the truth, we can't walk worthy. We're unworthy. You know, I think of all these movies and TV shows and all these books talking about this legendary her a hero that is worthy. For, um, to be the hero and I think to myself the world has really made that so in particular in so many kids that who is worthy who's worthy who's worthy I grew up a lot of my life wanting to be worthy of Jesus Christ to be worthy of something and I found that you know what I can't be worthy that word cannot be you the world has made it out as worthy is something that you can obtain it's not worthy is nothing you can obtain it is something that is given. Do you know that? Worthy is something you can, you're given. Christ died on the cross for our sins so that we might be righteousness. Righteousness was given to us. His blood was, um, we weren't worthy of his blood to wash away our sins. He gave it to us. It was given to us. We have to, and I pray that many people receive it. And it's because of that we can become worthy. Did you know that? Now, worthiness can be obtained because we are under his blood and his righteousness. So to Jesus Christ, we are righteous and we are blood. We are worthy for him. We are worthy to work for him. Now, because of Jesus Christ, we are covered by his God's son. And now when he looks upon us, he doesn't see the sins. He sees his son's blood and his son's righteousness. And praise the Lord for that. So there is no within us some secret, special righteousness that we've had all our lives. We weren't born worthy. There is no hero that was born worthy. The world has really twisted that in many kids today. God has given us his worthiness. Christ has given us his worthiness that we serve him with all our lives. And he says that we might walk worthy. And we need to walk worthy of Jesus Christ. We need to walk worthy of Jesus Christ. We're always going to fall and fall, um, fall short of our, in our flesh. But hey, we need to walk worthy. Christ, once we've asked for forgiveness of that, and the blood has covered that. The blood has covered that. And we've asked for forgiveness of Jesus Christ. We can walk worthy. We are, right, we are righteous because of Jesus Christ. Walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. So we are to, in everything we do, I pray that we be fruitful in all our works for Jesus Christ, serving him. We owe God everything, guys. Increasing the knowledge of God. And we need to increase in the knowledge of Christ and God. And that's his word right here. The knowledge of God is right here in his word. And that's all I have for today. That's all ten verses. Um, God's word is so divine. It's the only thing that can be divine other than the Holy Spirit within us. Um, other than the Holy Spirit, you know what divine means? It means heavenly. So instead of saying divine, which is a, I, so I believe it's a um, earthly word, um, it's heavenly. The only thing heavenly is this book right here. This is what's heavenly. I'm um, in the Holy Spirit within us. And the work of God is heavenly. 
and what we've done, which is his word. So if we find out everything come everything traces back to this word right here that is heavenly. We are earthly, I am earthly, this is heavenly. So I must study and work in this word right here to obtain heavenly, to be heavenly like Jesus Christ. To be like Jesus Christ, we must study his word and be a part of this. This must be a part of us. The word of God, knowing James 1.22, John 3.16, 1 John 2.6, um, Philippians 1.4, um, knowing all these verses, this is me trying to be a part of this or this being a part of me <laughs> because this is the only book you ever honestly if you think of your um, think about reading if you've got all the books you have ever read and you probably read you can realize that this right here God's Bible right here King James Bible is the only book that you've ever read that also reads you and we find conviction and we find ourselves changing because we're when we're reading this book because it reads us and um, it's because it's alive um, it's a two-edged sword and it's the rock the Hammer that breaks off the rocks and the rock in pieces. It's God's word. God lives in it. Jesus Christ is of the word. The word is him and he is of the word. Um, and I pray we study and work in it. I hope today was a good, uh, I hope today was a blessing to you as it was in me. Um, I'm really excited that um, we are in Colossians. God's brought us to Colossians. It's going to be a wonderful book to study. And uh, Colossians is pretty short, so we're going to have to move to something else quickly after it's over. But uh, prayerfully, the Lord will be with us all the time as we study in this word. I know he will. All right, so I'm going to end us in some prayer right after I do some cards right here. All right. It says, how did God first appear to Moses? How did God first appear to Moses? All right, so I'm going to do something a little different. Oh, it's my dad mowing the lawn. All right, so how do you answer this right now? Answer this right now. How did God first appear to Moses? All right, ready? Five, four, three, two, one. One, a bushel in a burning bush. Yeah, I, I meant a burning bush, but I said bushel because God appears fire in the bush. Uh, a bushel. All right. It says I believe it says bushel, but I would say Exodus three two. I believe I got that. All right. The wages of sin is what? The wages of sin is death. Death. Correct. All right. I should have given you time to think of that. Sorry. Romans six twenty three. All right. So. In what form did the Holy Spirit descend on Jesus? Alright. Five, four, three, two, one. Alright. In what form did the Holy Spirit descend unto Jesus? A dove. Like a dove. Ah! We got it. Well, I got it. I, I prayfully you got it as well. Alright. And uh, who said, I have met to eat that ye know not of? Ooh. John 4, 32 it says. Um, who said, I have meat to eat that ye know not of? Jesus Christ. Yes, it was Jesus. All right. It didn't say Christ, but it says Jesus, which is where we go. All right. Um, how about this? From which mountain did Moses view the pro um, prophesied land? All right. Oh, this is where I'm not going. I'm not. I haven't hit this part in my little uh, reading. Um, well, some of these stories I just know because I've read it many times. And then some, and I'm also taught, and then the time sums I'm actually reading now. I'm reading in Genesis. All right, so you guys got it? You guys got it? Um, you guys got any ideas? From which mountain did Moses view the prophesied land? Uh, I don't think it was Mount Sinai. Yeah, it definitely was not that one. Um, oh, man. Um, 
Pisca. Oh, it was so. I almost said that. I almost thought it was. Oh, sweetheart of prayer. Pisca's lofty height. I almost said Pisca. It says Nibu. Pisca. Oh, so close. Uh, Deuteronomy 34 1. I was so close. I almost had that. So that's one wrong. And here it says, Whose sin caused the defeat of, of AI? Whose sin caused the defeat? At. I don't have no clue. John 7 1. The sin of Ar Arkin. Or Aiken. Huh. Never heard of that one before. New one. John 7 1. Who sin caused the defeat of AI? The sin of AI. Alright, last one. You can pray before uh, it gets too much louder. Besides the temple, what places of worship? Besides the temple. Besides the temple. What places of worship did the Jews have in the New Testament? Besides the temple. Huh. Oh, boy. Besides the temple. What places of worship did the Jews have in the New Testament? You guys got any ideas? Uh, I can't hear you guys, but come up. Uh, you guys can come up with ideas of what you think. Besides the temple. Um, the tabernacle. Oh, synagogues. Oops. Synagogues. All right. Know that for next time. All right. That's all I got for today, everybody. All right. God bless everybody. Have a good week. And I'll see you all next week. All right. I'm going to listen to prayer. All right. Thank you, Lord, for this wonderful day, Lord. I praise you, Lord, on high. And I thank you for this blessed day you've given us. I thank you for your good time and your word. And I pray that we grow today, Lord, and we add to our faith. I pray, Lord, that we pray all for one another, Lord, fellow brethren, that we um, serve you and grow in the knowledge of you, Lord, and your word. And I pray, uh, Use the, um, I pray the Holy Spirit will work in our lives and help us to grow. I pray we don't ignore or quench the Holy Spirit, Lord, but to let it uh, um, grow and live freely in our lives and to guide us. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, have a good week, everybody. All right, God be with everyone. Bye.